Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. It's so good to be back. I've been gone the last couple of weeks, so I owe you a little explanation. I was uh, out of town last weekend for Memorial Day weekend, and the weekend before our, I know it's going to sound so cheesy, but truth be told, our air conditioner went out, and the house became like like a heat oven. Like It's hard to explain. Like Just imagine 100-degree weather, Texas heat, heat index, much worse, like 120 degrees. And ironically, I work from home, which is such a blessing. I love working from home. My dog, he's sitting here right now next to me in the home office. I, he's, I always say he's the best coworker I ever had. No offense to all my other coworkers because I adore them and love them too. But, you know, I'm very blessed to get to work from home and spend more time with my dog and all that good stuff. But the irony is that when your AC goes out and the house gets really, really hot and you're working from home and can't leave, (laughs) it kind of makes you a little nauseated after a few days. It took about, mm, oh, goodness, three or four days at least, maybe even five days till, till, you know, from when it broke till when it got fixed. Because, well, I blame myself partially because I wanted to wait a few days. Sometimes it just needs time to reset, you know, turn it off for a day or two and reset. And so I don't want to bother the landlord until I know for sure, you know, I really need a maintenance request put in on it. Um, But lo and behold, it turned out I had to put in the maintenance request in. Um, My very nice landlord, thank you, Carla, and Carl, too. Leslie talked to Carla. She's awesome. Um, Sent out the AC guy. Thanks to him as well. He's a very nice guy, extremely nice. Um, And lo and behold, it. It's working great now. Thank you so much, Lord. <laughs> uh, it's very hot, very hot. And went out of town, San, San Antonio, my husband's side of the family's there. And it's ironic because we went from, you know, having the AC go out in our home, you, you know, working full time from home. And, you know, for a few days I was just getting so sick. I was like, I just have to get out, whether it's the mall, wherever, just get some AC, go swimming. We went to the local rec center, felt great. And so I just couldn't bear to... Um, you know, you come in the office, which is kind of a hotter room, ironically, and um, in, in, the, in the house. Anyway, and that was such a lame excuse, but I'm being honest. <laughs> and then, um, so we went from that, that weekend to the following weekend, last weekend, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, where my husband's side of the family lives in San Antonio, where he grew up, and it turned out it was really hot there, too. So hot. And then this weekend, you know, I'm back home in Dallas-Fort Worth, and it feels like that heat index from San Antonio followed us back here, like, crazy hot <laughs> anyway but all is well i am back i hope you'll you'll forgive me and keep tuning in sunday nights at 8 p.m central time i have missed y'all very much and very excited about uh returning to the show uh doing a fun segment tonight and my screaming eagle soldier friends i adore you i love you uh please forgive me i have missed y'all i really hope to hear from y'all please stop by the chat room tonight and give me updates let me know how y'all are doing your canine partners are doing y'all know i keep you in my heart my heart my mind all the time my prayers and um and i I was a little sad because i was out of town and wasn't able to host a show for memorial day weekend which i wanted to do especially for for the the fallen soldiers so i just want to take a moment to remember and thank all the military and veterans that that um, died while serving and or that passed on in general, and of course as well. I know Memorial Day is, is in respect to those that are, ha- are no longer with us, 
which unfortunately I've lost many soldier friends, especially over the past recent years, um, and as well as family and friends, you know, over the past many years that have served. Um, but I want to take a moment out to to remember those, but also take a moment to say thank you to to the military and veterans still living and their families their loved ones, because they all make so many sacrifices. And I know I say it time and time again, and I can never say it enough. So thank you, each of you, times infinity, for all you all do. Seriously. All right. So tonight we'll be doing a fun segment. No, just kind of the usual, you know, general segment with uh, trending topics along with open mic night. So if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics from news stories, you know, current events, news, uh, to sports, to entertainment, music, TV, um, and all that good stuff. Oh, movies, music, TV. Speaking of, Netflix has added some stuff lately. Have y'all seen the huge budget they spent on stand-up comedy specials? Oh my gosh, it's inundated. And I love stand-up comedy. Like, so my passion, my dream career um, that I want to pursue, but ironically, I'm, I'm I'm worried it's becoming overkill where they're just you know doing it too much and people are going to get burned out on it. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, I watched the Steve Martin and Martin Short special the other night. It was really cute. It was so short. I was like, well, huh, get it? It was so short, Martin Short. But I, I guess it was a typical average time frame. I mean, most stand-up comedy specials are about 45 minutes to an hour long. I guess I was expecting more. I think it was about an hour, what, an hour and 20 minutes altogether, maybe because there were two of the comedians, but the format was cute, you know, they took time, took turns mostly, like, sharing old stories of themselves, and, and pictures, and, and Q&A format a little bit, with each other, and, and a little bit of music here and there, it was really cute, really adorable, but I wanted more, I was like, that's it, it's over, no, <laughs> and, oh, speaking of stamp comedy, I hope you'll check out my, I know, I hope this podcast, ironically, but, uh, of all the podcasts I listen to, I have a few favorites. My three favorites I always mention on my show all the time. Uh, the the Ozone by Omar Miller, my favorite actor. Shout out to Omar. And it's all about sports. Him and his brother Terry do sports. Give me just a second. We'll play a song and I'll be right back. Here is Let's Go by Bean and I'll tell you more in a minute. Are you ready?
Once again, that was Let's Go by Bean. Um, oh, my goodness. I lost my train of thought. Oh, I was talking about podcasts earlier. Okay, right before the song. Oh, sorry, I had an uh, interruption. Okay, here we go. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, my three favorite podcasts. Now, I'll get to the point. Okay, check out find uh, Omar Miller on Facebook. It'll lead you to his podcast website. Uh, the Ozone, again, that him and his brother, his brother and he, Terry, host the podcast all about sports, anything, everything about sports, really good, because, um, you know, I'm always learning, um, broadening my horizons, I don't know a lot about sports, so I really do appreciate that podcast, and they are hilarious, like, I thought Omar himself was so funny, like, I just love his laugh, literally, because when I hear him laugh, it just makes me laugh and smile, I love it so much. And uh, I love the story how his own laughter, he had on for Eight Mile, you know, the movie with Eminem, and he auditioned, and on his way out, someone said something funny, and he laughed, and he got the audition based on his laugh. How cool is that? If you hear his laugh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It is adorable. And I thought, Omar is so funny. And then I hear the podcast with the chemistry between him and his brother, and it, oh my gosh, it's when I thought Omar couldn't get any funnier, double trouble with his brother, they are so funny so check that out and uh i love it and then fun way to learn more about sports <laughs> oh uh and then another favorite is hello ross the podcast hello ross which or straight talk with ross i always say hello ross because that's his twitter name instagram name and all that and hello ross pod now is the the twitter name handle for Straight Talk with Ross, the name of his podcast. So it gets a little confusing. But anyway, just follow Hello Ross on Twitter. It'll, it'll link you up to his podcast. And of course, y'all know I adore him. He's like, I look to him as a talk show mentor, podcast mentor, what have you, because it's, uh, he is the reason why I, I even started this whole Coffee Talk with Shell, Shell podcast back. I started 2009 back before, like, we really called these internet talk shows podcasts before podcasts were popular. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's been an awesome journey. So I can never thank Ross enough for inspiring me after my parents died 2008 to start this this live talk, internet talk show uh, since 2009. So thank you, Ross. Thank you. I love you, and I hope you're having an awesome Ross and Day. Want to congratulate Ross? He recently got a new gig. I'm always excited when he picks up new gigs. He's he's always open to new things. You know, he was on Celebrity Big Brother, came in second place. Um, and they're going to have a Celebrity Brothers second season, and I'm wondering just maybe there's a slight chance maybe they'll bring him back. That would be so interesting because on the regular Big Brother season, sometimes they'll bring one or two veterans back or even four veterans back depending on the season <laughs> along with new contestants. So we'll see. Um, speaking of, I need to find out when the regular Big Brother season starts because it's June, June 3rd now. Can y'all believe it? I think the official day of summer is June 21st, but it definitely feels like summer already here. And, um, oh, one of my absolute favorite podcasts I listen to all the time is called School of Laughs. You can check it out, schooloflaughs.com, with host and comedian Rick Roberts. Rick, it's spelled R-I-K, leave the C out, R-I-K, Rick Roberts. Go to schooloflaughs.com. He teaches online stand-up comedy classes in person uh, writing, performance classes, you name it. Uh, awesome guy. I really hope to meet him in person one day. I literally want so badly to just go out to Nashville and take his class. Even though I've already taken a class in Dallas and everything, I've done open mics, I just, I don't know, something just draws me to his, like, style of teaching and mannerisms and all that. It's 
it's just awesome. Uh, but anyway, I'm really excited because I'm hoping, well, inside um, info I got, it's ironic. So I have this comedian friend, her name is, is Kristen Weber, and uh, I, I didn't get to know her too well, but a few, few times got to see her open mic. She's always very sweet girl, encouraging, uh, very nice. Uh, Rick and and Kristen both network with a lot of, I think, same, like, uh, not all the same, but some same of the uh, comedian friends, you know, know each mutual friends and all that because they're both, like, in a, I think, a, I'm not for sure what you call it, but, like, a Christian comedian networking kind of group, I think. Anyway, they're both Christian comedians. And uh, and so I've been listening to Rick's show for a long time, and there's two times now, twice, and once recently and once a few months ago, where each time I heard him mention, or not him, but I heard his guest, whichever comedian was, uh, one was a female comedian and another was a guy comedian more recently. And, and so these two, two interviews, two podcast episodes, I heard his guest mention Kristen's name. I'm like, there's her name again, like have her on the show. And so I sent her a message and Rick a message around the same time, like same day afterwards, um, after this last episode I listened to a few weeks back saying, Hey, you know, uh, I want to nominate Kristen as a, as, uh, uh, to be a guest on your show. And then I sent Kristen a message saying, you know, I heard your name for the second time recently on his show, you know, with the guest mentioning you. Uh, I think that would be awesome. I'm going to nominate you to be on the show. And it turns out they had already talked, <laughs> I guess, because they know some of the same people uh, saying that she was scheduled, I think, to do an interview and be on the show soon. So check that out. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I really want to hear that interview. Uh, but, yeah, and check out her comedy, too. Look up Kristen Weber, K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Oh, gosh. She has a Facebook page for her comedy K-R-I-S-T-I-N and then her last name W-E-B-E-R and uh, and I want to take a moment also out to remember her brother Mark Weber Captain Mark Weber who passed away recently while serving and uh, Memorial Day and all I was just thinking about her and her brother and her family so please keep them in your prayers uh, but yeah check out schooloflast.com um, as well as uh, the Ozone with Omar Miller, and last but not least, uh, Straight Talk with Ross by Ross Matthews. Okay. I love his format, by the way, with Ross. It's, I really want to do this at least once on my podcast. I used to have my friend co-host with me all the time, Jafari. We called Pageant Dad at the time because his daughter, when she was younger, was actually on Toddlers with Tears. But she's actually not a brat. She's actually a really good kid. <laughs> uh, she ended up growing up and getting into sports and music, kind of quit the pageantry life. But anyway, um but what Ross format I like on his podcast is he has a group of friends, basically, it, it sounds like him and the friends just sitting around talking and, you know, I mean, I mean, they're professional and all that, but they have a great time. It's just really fun chemistry between them. All right. Um, yeah. So I just spent 15 minutes talking about other people's podcasts. So <laughs> check, check all that out. And I'm going to go over to Twitter and Facebook, let everyone know the show's on air and how they can call in all that. But I'm going to try to add a fun segment tonight. I'm going to challenge myself. I'm a little nervous and excited about this idea. I don't know if anyone will call in. I hope so. But if you're seeking any advice on any topic, call in and challenge me, and I'll see if I can give you advice. Let me know what your issues are, and then I'll see if I can come up with a resolution. It may or may not be a serious advice. Maybe funny advice. Maybe serious. I don't know. I can't promise you either. But I'm going to try. So. The number to call tonight if you want any advice, ask shell anything, and or um, 
share your thoughts on trending topics from news to sports entertainment and or participate in open mic night. I know you all got some kind of talent, and I love it when you all call in and share poetry, music, comedy, especially um, call in and share your beautiful skills. Then the phone number to, to call in, what you do is call area code 323-642-1556 and make sure to press 1 to talk live on air. So again, the switchboard phone number is area code 323-642-1556 and then press 1 to talk live on air. Mm. All right. Sorry, I'm thirsty. Okay. Oh, I'm so sad I missed National Donut Day. Like, I knew it was National Donut Day. I think it was Friday, and then I totally forgot, and I kind of regret it now because, I mean, who loves, who doesn't love free food, right? And all these donut places, including Krispy Kreme, one of my favorites, has, like, the softest, yummiest donuts ever. We're all giving away free donuts, man. <laughs> Did any of y'all get, the, get any free donuts the other day? I think today's National Egg Day, but I couldn't find any place with uh, free, free eggs. If you're ever looking for, like, freebies like especially free fast food coupon deals or whatever i'm gonna tell you straight up the best thing you can do just ask me and i'll probably be able to find you at least one kind of free food deal in your area um but the best advice i can tell you straight up up front is mobile apps is key when it comes to free fast food sign up for all the mobile apps you can as much as possible <laughs> you'll just have to take them off eventually on your phone to add, add back memory and all that but um yeah like i can't i can't think exactly mm, all of them do it but most of them now some of them there's a catch like with free like taco bueno uh free uh, things they call it big freaking tacos the actual name of the item was a purchase that so just get like the cheapest item with the purchase so you know get your free taco and then like I don't know the 99 cent chips and queso or whatever <laughs> and uh, quick trip is doing free hot dogs right now they just send you a link like text it to you and you know click it and the uh, cashier will redeem it the coupon um, the tons of fast food, especially the first time you sign up with a mobile app. Oh, Baskin Robbins, you can get free ice cream, free ice cream cone, I think it is. Um, yeah, so there are tons of ways to get free food. I'm just saying it's very inspiring, you know, if you're like, oh, man, I only have bread and milk for the week or sandwiches and you're really hungry. Um, there are ways to find free food <laughs> and yummy food, too. I'm just saying, like, um Oh, there's my soldier friends. I'm so happy to hear from y'all. Give me a moment. Um, oh my gosh, I'm gonna play my song while I talk to my my soldier friends in the chat room. Oh, I have missed y'all. I I don't know if y'all heard me earlier. I was saying I've been gone for a couple of weeks on the show. I we had that AC go out in the house and I leave the house for a little while a couple of weeks ago and I was out of town in San Antonio last week. Which by the way, we stopped by the Alamo Memorial Day weekend. You know, there's like four or five military bases, and San Antonio is so crowded. My husband's side of the family lives there. So hot, so crowded. I've been to Alamo so many times, and I wanted to go inside, but the line was so long, we didn't even get inside. We just toured the outside, and the main reason I wanted to go, because I've already been like 20 million times, was because I'd heard Emmys here. Um But it's because I'd heard Phil Collins, you know, had donated all these items to the Alamo, and I couldn't wait to see all these items, right? Well, it turns out that he did donate all these items, but they're in storage because um, 
the the one of the employees at the Alamo told us the reason was that he wants um you know he kind of has a particular way mindset I guess he wants these items all together in like this one area or something instead of like separated and I don't know I was so disappointed but then I guess the line was so long that it kind of was like oh okay that's all right I'll just come back another time when Phil Collins items are donated <laughs> but anyway yeah I'm so happy Screaming Eagle soldiers are here I have missed y'all so much hi Emmy Emmy's in the chat room with me I'm so happy right now all right I want to play my song while I know my soldier friends are listening here is time to go home by Michael Frontier Spearhead and Emmy let's catch up in the chat room oh my gosh I've missed y'all so much thank you so much for being here all right and again if y'all want to call in anyone listening uh participate in open mic night or talk about any training topics share opinions and or if you want to ask shell anything for advice because i'm going to challenge myself tonight and do an ask advice segment switchboard number again 323-642-1556 press one to talk live on air and in the meantime i want to dedicate this song to the screaming eagle soldier friends and all military and veterans and their loved ones here is time to go home by michael franti and spearhead Oh, and by the way, I can't believe his baby's getting due soon. He and his wife, Star, they're expecting early September. I think September 6th is the actual due date, but you never know if a baby's going to land on the due date or not. <laughs> anyway, here we go.
Again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. I want to play one other song for my soldier friends that I know they love, especially while Emmy's in the chat room with me, because I know her mom loved this song as well. So let me find it here for you. It's a really good one. One of my favorite artists, actually. Love country music. So this is for y'all. Here is Angry American by Toby Keith. But I'll keep watching the switchboard. We've got a whole hour and a half to go, so I'm going to get back on my social media here in a minute, Twitter, Facebook, all that, to remind everyone how to call in all that good stuff. So, again, if you want to call in, the switchboard phone number is 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air. And, again, uh, if you want to call in, say hello or share your thoughts on any trending topics and or participate in open mic night or ask me any advice. Lord help me, this is going to be interesting if anyone actually does ask me for advice. I'm challenging myself on that. That would be a fun new segment to add tonight. We'll see how it goes. Oh, my goodness me. All right, so here is Courtesy Red of the Red, White, and Blue, also known as Angry American by Toby Keith. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always... Recognize when we see your glory flying There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay down our heads My daddy served in the army We lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till 
the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother, my sister and me To grow up and live happy in the land of the free Now this nation that I love is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back As soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye Man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And the eagle will fly, and it's gonna be here. When you hear Mother Freedom start ringing her bell, and it'll feel like the whole wide world is raining down on you. Brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith. Again, I dedicate that song as well to all military and veterans, especially my soldier friends, including Emmy in the chat room. I know Emmy's not Scream Eagle Soldier, so she's Air Force. <laughs> all right, so shout out to, to all military branches, but a special shout out to Air Force for Emmy as well as Army for Screaming Eagle Soldier Friends. And I want to say congratulations to my friend, her uncle, Master Sergeant Burby, who recently retired. That is, wow. Thank you so much for your service, Master Sergeant Burby. Congratulations on your retirement. I'm so thrilled for you. Uh, Emmy, and y'all have my phone number. Call me anytime. Uh, yeah, you got my digits, and he said, <laughs> that's good. Appreciate that. And um, and Sergeant First 
Class Jack, I just want you to know that you're always in my prayers continuously as you go through your healing process. We are all here for you as well. And all Screaming Eagle Soldier friends and, and Emmy's Air Force <laughs> sisters and brothers, I, I keep all of you in my heart and mind and prayers and here for y'all. If there's anything I ever can do for y'all. And if there's any way I can start sending some, some mail or something, care packages, what have you, I would love to send y'all stuff. I just don't know how. I know when I've asked before, y'all didn't have like a postal address and stuff overseas where, because we were located. So if there's any way I can do that now, I would love to do that. Even if it's just a simple postcard, just something to send to y'all would be so awesome if possible. But isn't that crazy to think that we communicate through the internet talk show? <laughs> oh. Life's funny sometimes. Technology's amazing, huh? Oh, let's see. What have I done lately? Well, I told y'all where I've been the last couple of weeks, what was going on with the, the house AC issues and all that. It's resolved. Thank you, Lord. And uh, San Antonio, husband, side of family, Memorial Day weekend. Um, I've gone swimming twice, and it was amazing. That is my favorite exercise in the whole wide world. I don't handle hot weather very well, but I survive by swimming. <laughs> So I'm hoping to go swimming lots more soon. Um, oh, man, I love swimming. Swam a couple of times. Um, I haven't gone to the local water park yet. I really want to. Um, but I went to the local rec center, swam uh, laps in the lane. My favorite thing to do. And also, um, you know, like in San Antonio, we already had Six Flags passes. And his husband's side family's there. So we went to the park there. Um, because Six Flags Pass gets you, I think it gets you into any Six Flags park in the U.S. I need to look into that. I just know for sure in the state, in the same state, but I think in the U.S. Uh, so I guess the next closest one for me would be Oklahoma. I haven't been to that one yet. That would be pretty fun to check out. Uh, but anyway, so here's the difference. A lot of people while we were at the park were asking us this. I thought this was kind of interesting. Okay, you really get a good bargain, I'd say, in San Antonio because – when you go there, it's called Six Flags uh, Fiesta is the Six Flags Park there. And you get both, like, the theme park and the water park section all included, all-inclusive, all-in-one, right? Um, the only difference was, like, I think the whole park was open, say, 10 to 10, and the water park section was only open, like, I don't know, 12 to 8. But I couldn't even last that long because my I sunburned so easily and my on oh my face has been pilling ever since. Oh my gosh. I put aloe vera on it every day and my face burns so bad it's still pilling. It's crazy. But anyway, but uh here pass actually it's well, it's kind of tricky. Okay. So here in Dallas Fort Worth we have six flags over Texas and we have six flags Hurricane Harbor. So you have a separate theme park and a separate water park. Now when you get the season pass, I think it does include the water park like hurricane harbor but i mean teasing me in the chat room because she's like you don't like the heat you're from texas i'll be honest with you girl i'm gonna do a little girl talk here for a minute so bear with me y'all but uh if you have a sister wife women in your family you'll probably understand this if you're not a woman but anyway Oh, wow, it's 112 there yesterday. Oh, wow, Emmy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't know how you soldiers do it. I was thinking about y'all the whole time. I was Antonio thinking, how how do they survive in this heat? Seriously, how do you survive in this heat in military gear overseas nonetheless? I mean, really. I mean, the only way I survive is go swimming. And I can't go swimming, you know, drinking lots of water. I, I, I literally put this uh, 
uh, we call it um, bandana. I like I'd wrapped it around my wrist and you know if I sweat I'll just wipe my sweat. I ended up wrapping it around my head to like cover my head because my head was like covered in sweat so bad. Anyway, oh, back on track. A couple things about theme park. Six Flags especially. Okay, so here in Texas, uh, two things, the girl talk, Emmy. Um, I never had trouble with summer heat until I had to have a hysterectomy in 2003 when I was age 29 due to severe endometriosis, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go into too much graphic detail, but um, yeah, hot flashes galore, all that. Hormones are so whack. Can't seem to ever, like I've tried to bounce them out, but it seems like nothing's ever bounced them out. Anyway, so even here at home, I literally stick my head in the freezer like two, three times a day. <laughs> it's one of my hot flash tricks. So any woman <laughs> suffering from hot flashes, I'm just telling you. Just open the little freezer door and put your head in there, and it'll feel so good for five minutes. Give you some relief. Yeah, lots of water. That's right. I need to drink more water. You are so right on that. Okay, Six Flags theme parks. Um, couple of things. Um, there's a new Wonder Woman ride. I'm backtracking here, but there's a new Wonder Woman roller coaster. I wanted to ride so bad. It's the first in the world of a single rail roller coaster. It looks amazing. Um, there were three trains, but only one of the three trains was working. Uh, on the roller coaster and and each of them only fit eight people because it's like a single ride roller coaster which is the most ironic thing because we got in line and I said to my husband oh why don't we go the single rider line we'll get in faster because usually you know lines are long at theme parks and that's our trick we don't you know we usually end up riding together but we don't always and we don't mind because we've gone so many times many years now we've both had uh, six legs passes before we even met married all that and then you know together we combined we we do that too. So yeah, we both grew up going to Six Flags. Well, anyway, <laughs> so he laughed and laughed because I didn't put it two and two together. And he's like, but Shell, Wonder Woman, that's all it is. Everybody's single rider. So there was no single rider line. So it was an extremely long line. And then it was only eight people on this coaster. So we mostly just did the water park because it was so hot, which is so funny because he normally hand- handles heat very well. But I don't know what's happening, but I guess he's getting older because all of a sudden this summer, he's like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. We need to do the water park, which is great for me because that's my favorite. <laughs> well, um, so at the end of the day, we go to the Wonder Woman line. I'm so excited. I, I love Wonder Woman. You know, it's a, I didn't realize until he pointed it out. I think he said, is it the first female superhero titled roller coaster or something like that right I was like are you kidding me I didn't I didn't realize that I love Wonder Woman so much anyway and so I'm so excited when we get in this line and it's so long and um it's it, we've been in this line at least two hours at this point and he realizes that all our stuff is in the locker in the water park section and if you don't get your stuff out of that locker before the water park section closes eight o'clock you can't get your stuff out till the next day <laughs> like car keys and all you know everything is in this locker so um he's like well i'll leave the line you stay in line you're right i'll just meet you at the exit I'm like okay great thanks you know <laughs> i'm not giving up this chance to ride this, this like normally he's the the roller coaster enthusiast but i cared more because it was wonder woman themed you know like it's wonder woman then i care and so because <laughs> he knows that he's like usually don't care if you go opening day on a roller coaster which just wasn't opening day but I think it was like, I think it'd been open a week or two, but anyway, so get the irony here. So, okay, so Murphy's Law, my life, I'm telling you. So he goes to get the stuff and exits the line. And I'm not joking, maybe within a minute or two after he left, 
The ride broke, y'all. <laughs> and then I couldn't find him. And I had to wait to meet up with him like another hour later. The parks are kind of big, blah, blah, blah. So I never got to ride Wonder Woman. <laughs> I was so disappointed. But I'm, I still had a great time. The water park is amazing. I mostly just relaxed in the lazy river and swam in the wave pool. And then I did, I think, one or two rides, like, you know, simple slide rides like where you sit on a tube and oh yeah this this one ride I normally do rides with him but I decided to do it on my own and it was so scary it was like a really long tall slide where it was uh inner tube you know where it's like closed in and it had tons of deep dips and it was really cute though like it's dark and all of a sudden you, hear, you see these little lights here and there oh my gosh I'm gonna have nightmares thinking about this because I'm kind of claustrophobic and I wanted to close my eyes but I just couldn't and then uh, each time, oh, I get scared just thinking about it still. Each time, like, all of a sudden it, it did that deep dip on the slide, I was so scared, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to drown. I'm going to drown. <laughs> but I didn't, you know, because it's a slide and everything worked out. But it was a little scary. Anyway, the park was so crowded. But it was fun. But it was so crowded that even in the lazy river, you couldn't exactly just let the lazy river just let you float because you were like, <laughs> like, so many people like jam packed. You're pretty much having to kind of walk it, you know, which isn't a bad thing because it's exercise, but it was just kind of funny. Anyway, <laughs> and then um, oh, oh yeah, okay. And then I was talking about the bargains. Okay, so I think you get a better deal in San Antonio with that park. Six Flags Fiesta because the water park section is included. Like it's all in one one site. I think they have the most rides and majority of Six Flags parks definitely here in my area. They they got like 16 new rides a while back a few years ago, so they have tons of rides. And uh, the trick is here though. People uh, people were asking us about. They're like, well, don't you get free um, admission to Six Flags Hurricane Harbor, the water park, when um, when you get Six Flags Over Texas season pass, all that. Well, ironically, even with it being free, it ends up, I think, being cheaper to go to my local water park, which is called NRH2O, by the way. Don't you love the name? <laughs> it's NRH2O because H2O is water and NRH is North Richland Hills. I'm literally like probably a block from that town. But anyway, so <laughs> even though I don't technically live in NRH, Texas, I feel like I do because pretty much everywhere I go is there but anyway or near Fort Worth um so yeah so I think it's cheaper to go to my local water park NRH2O than it is to go to Hurricane Harbor even with the free pass isn't that crazy it's because it adds up because if you go to Hurricane Harbor you have to pay for the tubes you know like if you do do Lazy River or or uh, wave pool, whatever, you know, the, the swimming tubes, you know, like like you're tubing the river or whatever, those kind of tubes, you know, floats. Um, you have to pay for parking. It just adds up. And it's, isn't that crazy? It's cheaper to just go <laughs> to my local water park, I know, with admission. Cause, because it's free parking and it's free tubes and they do these awesome discounts. Sunday is my favorite day to go to my local water park because they do just like kid price. Like all adults get in at kid price and you get free drinks all day. Not alcohol. I don't drink alcohol really, but just like water, 
even water, you know, bottled water or soda, whatever. You just wear as little wristband. Anyway, I'm totally promoting my local water park without realizing I was going to end up doing that today. But I do love NRC2O, so shout out to them. I haven't gone there yet, but I can't wait to go there hopefully sooner than later. And I think and hope they still do movie night, which I haven't done in a long time on. I think Friday nights is like half price. Anyway, what do y'all do for fun in the summer? Um, I love swimming. I just, it's so sad. I used to, I used to never, ever have trouble with summer heat. Like summer used to be my favorite season until, you know, menopause, hysterectomy, woman stuff, hormones changed. And ever since 2003, uh, I had a hysterectomy December, 2003, which is probably for the better. It was, <laughs> I had it in cooler weather time, but ever since then, fall has been my absolute favorite season. It kind of was already a good season, but since then, because it's like cooler weather, it's like not too hot, not too cold. You know, I do like cold weather, but just saying, I mean, are you there? I, I don't know if you're, are you still with me in the chat room? <laughs> you there? I'm checking on Emmy for a moment here. Uh, let's see here. So I really need to get my social media reminders going on here on Facebook and Twitter about the talk show. So give me a moment. I'm going to play a song and I'll be right back. Oh, I want to share my thoughts. Oh, I just had a message that someone was calling in, but I don't, I don't see his number calling in. David. My Facebook friend, David Jason Schaller, I don't see your phone call number calling in. So if you hear me, call in now. I just saw your Facebook message. Call again. Press 1 to talk live on air. Make sure to press 1 to talk live on air when you call in. Okay. All right. So there's Emmy. Oh, Okay. Okay, so I'm going to play a song, and we'll see if we can get David Jason Schaller, I'm saying his whole name, sorry, David, <laughs> to call in. We have a few mutual friends. Let's see here. Yeah, call in if you get a chance. I would love to hear from you. All right, and that goes to all of you. If you want to call in, the phone number is 323-642-1556. Make sure to press 1 to talk live on air. Uh, you can also message me on Twitter at CoffeeTalkWC. And, again, we're talking about trending top. Well, we haven't talked much yet about it, but I will after this next song. I promise to get on topic about trending topics. And also, if you want to participate, open mic night. Uh, trending topics, if you want to share your thoughts on anything from current events, news to Sports to entertainment, you know, music, TV, movies, which reminds me, I do want to share my thoughts. Billboard Music Awards, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I've become one of the army, the the not not military army, the uh, I don't know why they call them army, but the BTS fans, the K-pop group. That new song and new music video, I can't stop watching. Like all this time, I'd heard about this group and never really paid attention. And then Billboard Music Awards, I don't know, something came over me. I just saw their amazing choreography. I love the way they danced. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. And, um, yeah, so I don't know if that means I'm a true fan or not. Oh, good, you can still hear me. Thank you, Emmy. I appreciate that. Yay. Um, But, yeah, so Billboard Music Awards was so good. I loved it. Kelly Clarkson did an amazing introduction with this medley mix of all kinds of songs. She, I love that she's from here, by the way. She's from Burleson, Texas. And well, she doesn't live here anymore. I think she lives in Nashville these days, but that's where she grew up. And remember, she was like the first American Idol winner. It was a huge deal here in Texas, especially in Burleson. That's about an hour, hour and a half drive, I think, from where I live, maybe two hours at most. 
Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I became a BTS fan. Mostly their newest song is like my absolute favorite. And saw the new Han Solo movie yesterday. Uh, found a movie theater here where all movies, all new movies are $6 each. Even 3D version movies. Like, that is the best, cheapest deal I have ever found on new movie theater. So, shout out to South Lake Harkins. Thank y'all so much for doing that summer promotion. I want to encourage anyone to check them out. Uh, so, yeah, South Lake, Texas. It's called South Lake Harkins. It's this beautiful uh, movie theater out in an outdoor plaza, extremely gorgeous outdoor plaza. And they have a really, really fun um, Independence Day fireworks show that I go to. I think I've gone to the last two or three summers, and I'll probably go to again this summer and support them because they they do a lot of nice stuff for the community. Oh, I think we have a caller. I guess I'll wait to play that song. Give me a second here. Hello, hey, how's it going? Hello, yeah, is David. Michelle, how <laughs> yeah, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, I've got a lot of calls to make, a lot of stuff to do, but like whatever. Um, like, what do you think about this whole Roseanne thing? Oh, I love that question. All right, here we go. I have mixed feelings. In many cases, I do, especially when it comes to something like this. Really? Okay. I believe in freedom of speech. So in that regard, I have mixed feelings. But at the same time, I don't want to support racism. And at the same time, I also am really in, intrigued by this idea of going on with the show without her because I don't want all these other people to be affected at job loss and such just because of her own of work. Of course. Of course. And it's hard to get a job in Hollywood. What I would say is that Dan um, divorces her because of her pill addiction so you don't kill her mm. off um, in case she could possibly come back to the show. And then, um, because we all know that Roseanne is not right in the head. It's not, it's real. You know, I don't think that she is all there. Um, And secondly, um, they could introduce a new actress to the show um, that might be Dan's new wife. And it might be more representative of, like, how people actually are today. What do you well, think? that's an interesting concept. Didn't he have an affair on her with another woman back in the older episodes for a bit of time? Maybe I didn't that watch, woman. When when they when they when they won the lottery, I stopped watching. I was like, oh, oh god, okay. you know, okay. I yeah. can't relate to them. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, got really out there. Okay, so a couple of thoughts on that. One is that's a really interesting idea. I kind of like your idea to kind of leave it with divorce instead of death in case whatever they work something else comes back what have you but no, yeah i possible. would say yeah i would say if they if they go that route with your idea i would recommend whoever that lady was i'm pretty sure he had an affair his character had an affair on <laughs> bring that woman into his life maybe as like the new girlfriend or new wife what have you probably just new girlfriend you know what like i would actually lady. do hmm. i hate to interrupt you but you know it's what okay. i would do is i would give I would give a new young actress or like about 45, a a 45 year old actress who might be a little heavy set and who might be actually a little kind of mean. And, um, I would, I would give, I, I would cast something like that. It's very hard to say though, because, um, 
ABC needs that slot filled. I was like searching for Roseanne and it was gone. It was like poof. Bye. Yeah. And, even the um, reruns all gone. I know. It wasn't even on um on demand. It was just wow. gone. All Hulu and all gone. All the royalty checks gone in a heartbeat for them. That's just oh, it just breaks my heart for them. I hate that. I hate that so much. I don't think the others should Me have too. to suffer. Well, Oh, okay. So a couple of things. Emmy, uh, one of the soldiers overseas, so she's in Air Force. So shout out to Emmy. She's in the chat room with me right now in the talk show chat room. And she says, oh, awesome. uh, I just want to share. Yeah. Say hi to Emmy. Emmy, say hi to David. <laughs> so hey. uh, she says, Roseanne needs help. AA will never will help never nix the two. Interesting. AA will help never nix the two. Mm-hmm. So that's her feedback on that. I- uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Roseanne is alcoholic. I think she's crazy. Um, oh, like mentally. And not in a bad way. Yeah, I think she's mentally mm-hmm. ill. And I think that we all have to, like, kind of give a little bit of room for that. Um, like, if we remember the Snapple lady, which I actually took a picture of the Snapple I was drinking today. But if we remember <laughs> the Snapple lady, um, she got fired because she was, like, doing all kinds of stuff. That nobody had no idea about. I and, think I vaguely remember she, that. Right. A lot of people vaguely remember it. I clearly remember it. I have a great memory. And so I was like, oh, wow. She got fired because um, she, you know, by the, you know, the, it, it, was, it was kind of the same thing, but it was like um, she got fired because she was like some kind of pill-popping drunk person and she was supposed to be this perfectly clean nice person mm-hmm. and so um so i think we're just repeating history right now mm. what i think yeah i hear you, you. well i kind of like the other idea that i've been reading about where they're saying they may focus on the sarah gilbert character you know darlene character and her family since she's oh, a yeah. mom and has the kids I, I kind of like that idea better because she, she, you know, it was her idea. Like she was kind of the crusader behind getting this whole Roseanne reboot done and everything. And she put a lot of time and effort. It was. Into it took a lot of work. everything done. Yeah, a ton of work. And and Wanda Sykes too. I got to give her lots of kudos too because she definitely put a lot of, you know. I mean, I don't know if you saw that, but she's kind of the back supporter. Like you see her name on there, but you don't see her on the show. And she did, uh, I think it was last comic standing she brought back to Wanda Sykes. You know, she, I think she's back oh, up Wanda voluntarily Sykes, or something. No. She, yeah, she, she, was, she, was, she was producing the show with Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. So and, like, I, it's totally insulting for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I was like, oh, I was like, yay, I get to go back to my childhood a little bit. I didn't know that Roseanne is totally out of her mind. Um, I don't think AA would fix her. I don't know. I, I just don't know. And it's not because of Donald Trump. It's because she's never been. I mean, like, I remember her distinctively grabbing her crotch, seeing um, the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, when, yeah, I um, remember. George, so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and George Bush was the president. It wasn't like it was a Democrat. It was a Republican who was the president. And you can fact yeah. check it. And um, I'm telling you what, it was just as it, – it, it, it's just
just insulting. And it, even Definitely. if it was Bill Clinton, it's insulting. So oh, I hope yeah, we regardless stop calling... of president. Right, but we need to stop calling um, girls especially like the C word too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just nasty. Mm-hmm. And like what we we as adults, because I'm an adult, I'm I'm like, you know, I think I'm forty. I I, I lie about it so much. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm forty-three, so hey. <laughs> yeah, but I lie about it so much. I don't even know. And I was brought up in um, the grunge <laughs> generation where we didn't really care. Like mm-hmm. I I still don't care. Um, but I care enough to call in and just say, hey, you know, like, what we need to do is, like, start understanding each other a little bit as opposed to um, pushing each other away because I think that's what um, other countries would like us to do um, and other, you know, people. And we should do the opposite, definitely, because mm. they yeah. want us to be so divided. And, like, I think it would be who us. Enough. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, with all going on, <laughs> most definitely we need to come together more than ever, for sure. Like, yeah, definitely, I could see that. And and like so, the, oh. the, the c word and women. I mean, yeah, it's, it's oh, just. I mean, I, I I had more guy friends growing up. To be quite honest with you, people always ask me why you have more guy friends. I'm like, because girls are catty. Girls can be mean. Like, I never believed in that jealousy competition thing i'm like if that boy doesn't like me well, he doesn't like me i'm not fighting over a boy yeah, with another girl exactly. forget it not worth he's not worth no. it i have self-love no. <laughs> well not only that i mean it just shows what your best friend is made of always yeah mm-hmm. i mean because if you have a best friend you're always going to know if you bring a guy around how much of a best friend they are I mean, because sometimes. The truth <laughs> no, the truth hurts, doesn't it? But like, not yeah. for you, but like I, I'm telling you, it's it's mm. just. But you know, nowadays I think that it would behoove us to just like stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely. I was talking to somebody today. I was talking, um, I was actually reading an article today where people, it was a fake news article, by the way, and um, <laughs> people were saying that um, they think that um, we're going to take God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. So they're saying mm. that about liberals, which I'm not. I'm actually a, a moderate. Um, mm-hmm. But they're like, oh, and I was like, oh, no way. There's no way, guys. Why would you? Why would you even discuss it? Because it's not. It's not up for discussion. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it. I think it's just. Um, I think that a lot of people have put a lot of divisive things into America nowadays, and I think that we need to call them on it, for one. And I also think that we just should make it a point to understand each other instead of arguing. Oh man! What do you think, Shal? 
That reminds me of a quote. Oh, gosh, it's one of my favorite. Let me see if I can remember how he says it. Michael Franti, my, you know, my favorite band, the lead singer. Shout out to Mr. Franti. He has this quote, and I'm trying to remember how to say it because I don't want to say it wrong. And it, it, it hits that note real hard right there, uh, the message. It is – let me see if I can look it up. I'm, I hate I hate when I misquote. I don't want to misquote no, look him. It up. I've got – you know, I'm sitting here. <laughs> Let me think. How does he say it? It is. Oh, it's one of my favorite quotes, and I'm forgetting it. Uh, I can I can kind of paraphrase it. It's it's about like connecting. Um, connect. It's something like. Whoa. It's something like. Oh gosh, how does he say it? Dump me. <laughs> Give no, me that's me. okay. I'm gonna find it. Sure. I'm gonna find it. He's so disappointed in me. It's your show. Me. It's not mine. It's your show, it's not mine. No, it's everyone's show. This show wouldn't be possible without oh, no, you and I everyone know, else. But like, <laughs> I'm just glad I could call in tonight. Because I mean, like, Thank I really had that on in. my heart. Yeah, I really had it on my heart. And I, I you know, I talk for a living, wow. um, actually. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> you know that I don't like calling in and talking to people. I mean, that's the worst. Um, but yeah, I talk for a living. I um I'm, I'm independent on um like I do independent inside sales consulting sales. Which means, you know, I don't get what? paid a lot of commission. <laughs> but, you know That's I a tongue twister. Good. I know. Um uh, but we're dealing with Donald Trump's um little aluminum and copper and steel thing. So that's, oh, okay. I work in, I, yeah. So um, we'll see how it goes, but I, I highly doubt it's going to go well. But we'll oh, see. no. Yeah. Just to weigh it out and see, right? Well, I can't find it. I, I, I think it's don't convince connect. It's, it's pretty much, it's the longer quote, but that's the basic of it. Is Michael Franti says, "Don't convince, connect," and that hit me like struck me with a chord one day. Like, yeah, don't mm-hmm. when you're having a conversation, don't just try to persuade the other person your point of view and yeah. be like they're wrong, I'm right. Be like, well, you know, connect. Just explain, you know, yeah. how you feel and why. How but are don't. you right? Yeah, I just love that quote. Don't yeah. convince, connect. It's beautiful. All right, Shell. Well, you have a wonderful night. I love your show. And I just want oh, to tell you, you, like, what I would say is um, united we stand, divided we fall. Um, mm. Because I think that as Americans, we really need to start thinking about that. Because people are trying to divide us. And we should probably do the opposite. I'm into that. So true. Yeah. Well, this is a start. I'm raising my coffee mug to you right now. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. All right, Shell. All right. Good I'll night. talk to you some other time. Thank oh, you. Oh, definitely. You Thanks for calling in. Okay. Bye. Of course. Bye. All right. Oh, that was so nice. He's so sweet. So thank you again. I say his full name, my Facebook friend, David, David Jason Chawler. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate him sharing his thoughts. And I know Emmy got a kick out of getting to hear him as well, the soldiers overseas, including Emmy that was in the chat room. She has only limited internet time, as many of you probably know, as a soldier serving overseas. Um, 
they have limited internet time. And so it means a lot to me that she used just part of her time to come in the chat room to, to chat with me and give me updates on my soldier friends and such. So her fiance, Sergeant First Class Jack, please keep him in his prayers as he goes through a continuous recovery and healing. He's back home here in the U.S. in the States. And uh, he had uh, more injuries, so please keep him in your thoughts and prayers. And also her uncle, Master Sergeant Furby, also from Screaming Eagle Soldiers uh, Army Unit, recently retired. So congratulations again to Master Sergeant Furby, both my friends, and Emmy, of course, my friend Emmy in the Air Force. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for hanging out with me. I'm sorry you had to go. I, I'm sad she's not in the chat room with me anymore, but I'm so happy she stopped by. And I'm so happy that that she could share her feedback and, and somewhat interact through me through the talk show with, with David, my friend that just called in. And uh, yeah, that's the first I've really thought about it. I've talked here at home about it, but not publicly about it. So um, I, I appreciate him bringing that up. Very hot topic right now and really insightful stuff. It's an interesting idea. I hadn't thought of that idea, like he said, for uh, the Dan character to have, you know, like a divorce, separation, what have you, instead of, her, you know, instead of her having the Roseanne character die, just have her separate or divorce so that they have the option if they want to bring her back to the show eventually. You never know. Like, I do strongly believe in giving people second, third, fourth chances. You know, life's too short not to try to forgive, move on. I've forgiven many people many times, and I hope people forgive me and many times as well. You know, we're all human. We make mistakes. And so on, on that note, um, but at the same time, yeah, it, it oh, I get mixed emotions about Roseanne <laughs> because I mean, over the years, like he, like he was talking about, I remember when she did that whole disrespectful thing with the national anthem, and I know in her interviews she says that she started off on the wrong musical note and it sounded bad, and so she just thought she'd be funny to try to wing it, and since she realized she didn't sing well and make it funny, but it wasn't funny. It was very disrespectful, and yeah, don't like that. <laughs> So I don't know. I have mixed feelings, but I really like Sarah Gilbert. I got to be honest. I really do like, I think I kind of favor her because on the Roseanne show, when I was growing up, my dad always said I was Darlene, which I was, <laughs> I was Darlene going off to the bedroom, you know, doing my thing, you know, I was like creative person and writing poetry, whatever, hanging out alone a lot at home in my room. My dad would be like, come, come watch TV with us, which I did hang out with my family. Don't get me wrong, but Oh, hi, Pianki. Join me in the chat room just now. So good to hear from you, too. Is that what I got to do? I got to leave the talk show for two weeks and then I hear from all of you? <laughs> I got to keep this show going, though. I need to have some consistency back here. Pianki, I'm sorry I've been gone for a couple of weeks, but the show is back now. It's so good to hear from you. Feel free to call in. Share your thoughts on any training topics and or participate in open mic night. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So my dad always said that my sister was Becky and I was darling growing up because that was kind of our, that kind of was our family structure. I mean, my mom was a lot thinner and a little shy. She was nothing like Roseanne and my, my dad, you know, my parents were high school teachers, but it was a mom, dad with two daughters. Well, of course there's DJ, the third kid, their son. We didn't have a third kid, but our third sibling, but <laughs> this is my sister and me growing up that my sister was blonde. I'm brunette. And she was so much like Becky. And I was so much like Darlene opposite. I was, can you believe I was shy growing up? I know. Shocker. Anyway. Oh, my dog Prescott got a sock. It's so funny how my dog never, ever digs for socks. 
And there's this little pile I keep here in the office because Sunday nights when he knows the soldiers are listening, he always digs for socks. It's the funniest thing. He never does it until Sunday nights. He works, you know, he's in the office when I'm working from home during the week, which I meant to tell David, if you're listening, David, Jason Schaller, I do uh, inside sales for technology companies myself. But anyway, no, Chris got mad because I took the sock away. No, you can't have the sock, buddy. <laughs> no, baby. Mm-mm. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's like his, his thing Sunday nights. You know, the soldier's been listening, right? You knew Emmy was listening earlier. Is that why you decided to dig for socks? You never do that unless it's Sunday night. It's like you're trying to show off those their canine partners your your digging skills. They said you would be a great sniffing detector dog puppy, Prescott. He's 10 years old, and I still say puppy because he's like a baby dog to me. <laughs> he's my baby. He's my only child, my dog. Prescott, do you want to say hi? I should have had you say hi to Emmy and, and the soldiers earlier. The, they may listen to the rest of the show later. You want to say hi to Emmy and the soldiers? No, can I say hi? Usually he'll he'll bark once or twice when I say say hi, but he's not doing it. Sorry. How are you, Bianchi? It's so good to see you in the chat room. Pianki says, hey there. All right. <laughs> I think I was going to play a song earlier when uh, David called in, <laughs> but I'd rather have you all call in than play songs, so I appreciate that a lot. Bianchi, are you going to call in? This is the true test to see if Pianki's listening or not, because I see Pianki in the chat room, and I'm talking live on air, asking questions, but Pianki's not answering. Are you listening? <laughs> are you just in the chat room, or are you actually listening to the talk show live? Well, we'll see. All right. I'll be right back. I'm going to play a song. I think I started to play a song earlier, but I can't remember what it was, so... Here is Stay A While by Bean. Check out her music at beanmusic.com. Earlier I played Michael Fronty and Spearhead Music. Uh, time to go home. Check out his music at michaelfronty.com. Enjoy Stay A While by Bean. I'll be right back. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Uh, join Coffee Talk with Shell on Facebook. And last but not least, I hope you'll call in, share your thoughts on any training topics, including news, sports, entertainment, uh, and or participate open mic night if you want to do poetry, comedy, or music. The switchboard phone number is area code 323-642-1556, and then press 1 to talk live on air. Oh, and I want to share my thoughts to do a little movie review on the Han Solo movie I saw yesterday. In the meantime, enjoy the music. Be right back.
Well, looks like we have a new trending topic I want to mention. You know, I mentioned my favorite actor, Omar Miller, who has his own podcast. Check it out, called The Ozone. It's all about sports. Um, So he's very openly opinionated, especially when it comes to sports. And he just posted this about 30 minutes ago on his Twitter. Follow Omar Miller on Twitter. Um, Oh, my goodness. Okay, so here we go. It says, get your crap together, NBA. The bias in the officiating has been outrageously clear. We just want to see a fair contest. He wrote in all caps, come on, man, hashtag NBA finals. Then Baller, he's also verified uh, on Twitter, he replied, it's bad, bro. Sheesh, some of these texts, too, are out of line. Omar replied back, and low-key, it diminishes both teams, especially the Warriors. Mm, wow. Goodness me. That's not good. So if y'all want to share your opinions on that or any other turning topics, again, call into the switchboard at area code 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air. And just for grins, let's see what topics are trending on Twitter and Facebook at the moment. Here we go. Y'all ready? Oh, Santana's trending on Twitter. I love Santana. I saw him uh, perform in a Michael Fronty concert. Well, actually, Michael Fronty was his opening act. Michael Fronty performed Santana concert, and they did this awesome duet, and it was so good. Uh, it was at Winter Casino, and I got there early and, and heard all of the rehearsal. I sat outside the door crochet because I, I know, go to casino, I don't even care about the playing gambling slots, casino slots cared about the music more and so sat there crocheted brought my yarn crochet hook crocheted and thoroughly enjoyed the hearing the whole rehearsal was amazing and then the concert followed it was oh my gosh so good carlos santana and his wife cindy performed the u.s national anthem at the nba finals oh neat his wife performed with him that's awesome very cool let me retweet this beautiful video really really cool videos the NBA Finals with the, oh, wow, oh, wow. I didn't know that was his wife. Why Cindy the drummer. Oh, she, look at her go. My cousin uh, Travis from California performed with Santana many years ago. Pretty cool. Mm. Nice. Wow. People are complimenting how well they performed together. That's really nice. Okay. All right, so what else is trending? Give me just a moment here. And again, if you want to call in, the switchboard number is area code 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air. 42 minutes to go, almost a whole hour, plenty of time to call in say hello. Share your thoughts on any trading topics and or participate in open mic night. All right. So NBA Files, of course, is trending on uh, Twitter. So is uh, Santana, as I mentioned. Uh, let's see, Pose FX. What is that? Let's see what that is. is. That a TV show? I don't know. Let's see. That's trending. Oh no, that is. Whoa, I don't know what it is. Cast of Pose FX may have made history. Humanity of the stories they tell is revolutionary. So I don't know if it's a. Oh, okay. FX is Pose. It's the Fame reboot TV needs. Okay, there we go. All right, so let me retweet that. Uh, I don't know how to say this. R-O-U-G-H, no, G-N-E. How do you say that? Round? Round? Older is trending. 
I don't know how to say that word. It looks like ruffed, but it's it's an N and not an H. Give me just a moment here. And Pianki, feel free to call in if you want. He's hanging out in the chat room. Appreciate him. All right. I love it when he calls in. He has such a cool radio voice. I'm just telling y'all, he really does. Okay. Um, round, I don't know if I'm saying that word correct. <laughs> Odors, dirty slide sparked a benches clearing brawl in Anaheim. Oof. Retweeting the sport news and stuff. Ooh, tweeted it. Some reaction from the Rangers 3-2, to two, within beginning with Carlos Tochi, but those who objected the loudest to Jeff Banster were certain round odor, wanted to injure Andrelton Simmons. Jeff Wilson tweeted this. Let me retweet. I'll try to retweet the tweets I'm reading for y'all. All right. Give me just a moment here. Wow. That's some crazy stuff. Okay. What else is trending? Okay. Let me finish reading what's trending on Twitter, and then we'll see what's trending on Facebook. Uh, Kevin Love is trending. Charlie Morton, Stephen Clay, the Cavs, 90 Day Fiance, uh, Houston versus North Carolina, and Fear the Walking Dead. So about half the tweets are related to NBA Finals, apparently. Go Astros. I'm from Texas, so, you know, hey, I'll root for Houston. Oh, actually, is it Astros? Nope. My bad. It's girls soccer. Oh, awesome. There's so much NBA talk right now. I didn't know. Houston Dash. The Dash earned their third consecutive result at home with a 1-1 draw against the Courage. Houston Dash versus North Carolina Courage. Oh, good for them. Oh, no, my dog's digging for socks again. How is it he knows only to do this on Sunday nights? Isn't that the funniest thing? He only does it when the soldiers listen on Sunday nights. Are you trying to show off for the soldiers, Prescott? You trying to show off for their, their canine partners? You want to be a canine partner too, huh? Maybe they'll make you an honorary um, Screaming Eagle canine. I can ask them. I don't know, though. you got to go through a lot of training and stuff, Prescott. I don't think digging for socks is enough. <laughs> All right, and let's see what's trending on Facebook. Here we go. Crumb. I can't always get it to work. Okay, well, I'm trying. Okay, bear with me, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I can't always get the trending topics to come up on my Facebook. Oh, this. oh here it is. Here we go. Okay, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a huge story here because I'm in Dallas-Fort Worth. This, this lady killed her husband for beating their pet cat. And majority of the comments um, are saying that they support this lady because they're like, that was my family pet, cat or dog, what have you. I, you know, you don't mess with my pet. But a lot of them are also saying, like, well, if he beat their pet cat, he probably was already abusive husband, probably beating her, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. And I'm just really worried about their sons. It said they had moved. I think moved here recently. They have two teenage sons. I don't know, you know, if they're like 18 or under 18. The two, they have two teenage sons. So apparently they've now lost their dad because you know he died. She, you know she killed him, and then their mom's in jail. And I don't know what happened with the cat. I, I don't know what's going on with the cat. Just said the cat that he had beaten the cat, but I don't know if the cat survived or not. Um, just all the way around, very sad stuff. Um, really interesting too, you know. I think there was only one or two comments I read that people were like not supporting her, but almost all the comments I've read so far are like 
saying things like, oh, she probably was in the right. He, you know, she probably just finally snapped because he was probably already abusing her, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, wow, really sad stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's a local story, but it's trending nationwide because, you know, the scenario. Uh, several dead as a Guatemala volcano erupts. Oh, my goodness. I know they've been talking a lot about the volcano in Hawaii. It's just horrific. Um, prayers for all affected there and Guatemala as well now. Oh, wow. Um, oh, Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School. So that's four of the, you know, the high school shooting victims will be honored at their high school graduations that were seniors that passed away. Um, what else? It also says Hawaii evacuates leave homes. This new lava threatens on Big Island. Uh, Rudy Giuliani keeps saying that uh, I've seen this a few times today. His headline about how he's saying Trump can probably pardon himself, but has no plan to. Oh, in Thailand, a well was found in Thailand that died from eating over 80 plastic bags. That is so sad, y'all. Protests in downtown Portland turned violent. Police advised people to stay away. Bill Clinton says he says that he thinks impeachment hearings would have begun already if a Democrat were president. Oh my goodness, these are some crazy stuff. Oh, what else is trending? I think there was like two or three more stories. Okay. And it says San Diego suspect arrested after a shooting in San Diego. Oh my goodness. Wow. Shooting held during San Diego Marathon. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Have y'all heard about that? That's terrible. Some of the news Sometimes I've got to be honest, sometimes I just have to turn the news off because I get too depressed, you know. Oh, serious Assad is to visit North Korea. Well, that's big news. I, I kind of have mixed feelings with that, too, you know, because I go from, like, I want to educate myself and learn more and more and connect worldwide and not just learn about, you know, just where I live, not just local hometown or local state or even local U.S., you know, worldwide, other countries, other cultures, and a worldwide news is a great way to kind of get a feel for that you know and so like I listen to like NPR news and BBC news all that you know especially the worldwide report a lot of times um, most nights late at night on my iPod I don't sleep much and so I stay up late listening a uh, mixture of music and news and but then after so long it gets if you hear too much sad news and I'm like ah, time to switch <laughs> to comedy to watch a sitcom or music or what have you but it is really interesting and I really do like to you know hear y'all's opinions on the current events and um, other topics. Uh, Melania Trump won't travel to G7 Singapore Summit. I think I read everything trending. Yep, okay. Or caught up. So that's all the trending topics at this time on Facebook, at least on my Facebook because apparently they customize social media like on Twitter and such for you. So I don't know if y'all have exactly the same trending topics that I do, but that gives you a gist there of what's up. So again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any of these trending topics from sports to entertainment to uh, news, again, the phone number is area code 323-642-1556 on press 1 to talk live on air or follow me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Message me. I'll read your tweets live on air. And Westworld is now also trending on Twitter as well as Curry Braun 
Kendrick Perkins, Charlie Morton. <laughs> Ooh, Twitter really changes trending topics so quickly. Kaylee, Clay, excuse me, I said Kaylee, Clay, <laughs> K-L-A-Y. Uh, Golden State Warriors. I see a lot of tweets posting from them right now. We'll see if Omar put any more updates on his NBA opinion. That was really interesting to see that about them being biased. Let's see. Nope. Let's see what other people are saying about NBA Finals. Give me just a moment here. Having no one to guard on defense has helped immensely Steve's offense in this series. Won't be surprised if he wins the elusive finals MVP. That is from little underscore Dane. Has anyone set up as many three-pointers for his totally open teammates while being guarded just for his teammates to miss them at LeBron? Is that even a stat somewhere? Your comic muse tweeted that. Oh, my goodness me. Let me retweet these so y'all can follow me on Twitter, Coffee Talk WC, and read these uh, tweets I'm retweeting. Oh, my goodness, and more. (laughs) Wow. Curry is putting on a clinic tonight. (laughs) Michael underscore pro trope. Oh, my goodness me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Ooh, I like this question. Okay, let's do this survey, y'all. Okay, what do y'all think? Where will LeBron play next season? Here are your three choices. Cavaliers, Knicks, or Rockets? I'm going to vote Rockets just because it's local for me. (laughs) We'll see what happens. Interesting. Wait, are the Rockets Houston? Oh, my gosh. I caught them the Astros earlier. That's baseball. Rockets is (laughs) – wait, I'm getting it confused again. Wait, Astros is baseball, right? Yeah. Rockets is basketball. I always remember, that sounds so bad, but Houston Rockets, I know is basketball because of the O.J. Simpson. My parents were in England. They never went out of the country. It was, it was a huge deal. One once-in-a-lifetime trip they had. It was summer 1994. Oh, gosh, I'm forgetting what year. Yeah, it was summer 1994. My parents were in England. I was in summer school, college, you know, so I didn't have to like stay at their house without them there or whatever and thought, oh, I'll get some more credits. Anyway, and I had a lot of friends in the dorm that summer that were from Houston. So we were all watching the, the Houston Rockets, and I can't remember who they're playing now. I think it was finals. I'm pretty sure it was NBA finals that summer. Do you all remember this? And the O.J. Simpson chase began. And so on the TV screen was – and full screen, the O.J. Simpson chase, and in this little right-hand corner, on the upper right-hand corner, little square screen of the Rockets game. You could barely see the basketball game. Oh, it was so crazy. Y'all remember that? Oh, my gosh, if you're old enough. <laughs> All right, 30 minutes to go. Again, if you want to call and say hello, share your thoughts on any trending topics from news to sports entertainment, and or participate in open mic night, uh, comedy poetry music again the phone number is area code 323-642-1556 press one to talk live on air and actually before i play a song let's see if we can call my dear friend jafar and get his feedback on nba finals let's see if he'll actually answer if not we'll leave him a message there we go (laughs) maybe we'll ask him the lebron question 
Oh, that's weird. It didn't go to voicemail option. I wonder if he stopped calling and hung up because it ain't going to voice my option. Oh, well, I hung up. That's okay. He he knows it's my talk show, so he doesn't always answer <laughs> when it's talk show. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play a song. We'll see if Jabari decides to call back in or not, um, if he figured it out, which he probably did. That's okay, Jumanji. I still forgive you, Jabari. I call him Jumanji, too. That's his nickname. Anyway, all right, so in the meantime, let me find a song for y'all. I think I want to play a Michael Franti song. I'm going to give him thanks because uh, they showed like over half his concert live the other night. It was so good from Red Rocks in Colorado. It was so, so good. It was a very nice treat, nice surprise. See your favorite band live on Facebook. I was like, yay. All right. So I want to play this particular song, one of my favorites. always lifts up my spirits. Hope hope it cheers you up, too. It's called Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti Spearhead. Enjoy. Be right back.
Again, that was Hey, Hey, Hey by Michael Franti and Spearhead. Again, you can check out their music and tour dates. They're currently on tour. My favorite band, uh, michaelfranti.com. And again, earlier I was playing music by Noelle Bean, also known as artist named Bean. Check out her music at beanmusic.com or find Noelle Bean on her Bean on um, Facebook. Let's see here, about 25 minutes to go. Talking about um, trending topics as well as... Um, opening the switchboard if y'all want to do open mic as well um comedy poetry music or you want to just call in and share your thoughts on any training topics from news to sports entertainment so i want to share a few more of these uh tweets i retweeted here about the nba finals and the rest so all right here we go jay underscore kennedy says nba needs new non-biased refs they are running the series hunter E.B. says, I'm sorry, but it's hard to win going up against four NBA All-Stars and three biased NBA refs. Hashtag Cavs, Warriors, Predictions, Refs win Game (laughs) 2. Cavs Sports Talk says, NBA refs making the league unwatchable. The GS bias is shocking. Wow. Sounds like some serious issues going on there. They really need to resolve that ASAP. Oh, my goodness me. So, again, if you want to call in, the switchboard phone number once again is 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk live on air. Pianki, I still see you in the chat room. Are you going to call in? You always wait the last minute to call in. <laughs> not always, but sometimes you hang out in the chat room for a while and eventually call in. Are you going to give in and call in tonight or not? I hope you do. I love to hear your beautiful radio voice, sir. All right, trying to encourage him to call in. And thanks again to David Jason Chawler, my Facebook friend, for calling in earlier and sharing his thoughts on uh, the Roseanne controversy and all lately. Oh, for grins, let's see what people are saying about that on Twitter. Here we go. I'm almost scared to read this. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Oh, this is kind of an interesting article. Came up, seattletimes.com. Published today, it says ABC executive makes her voice heard in canceling Roseanne. Channing Dungy avoided the spotlight for her first two years as president of ABC Entertainment, but she was the one to announce the network was firing Roseanne Barr, one of its most important stars. The article's uh, from the New York Times by Brooks Barnes, published on SeattleTimes.com. In the two years since Channing Dungy took over as president of ABC Entertainment, becoming the first black executive to run a major network. She had largely eschewed the spotlight, avoiding public comments whenever possible and preferring that her work speak for itself. She has certainly made her voice heard now. Dungy on Tuesday announced the firing of Roseanne Barr, one of ABC's most important stars, after the incendiary comedian posted a racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett, a former top advisor to President Obama. Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show, Dungy said in a statement. Dungy did not make this decision alone. Her boss, Ben Sherwood, president of the Disney ABC TV group, and his boss, Robert A. Iger, Disney's chief executive, also backed the cancellation of Roseanne, which returned with monster ratings in March after concluding its initial run in 1997. But it was striking that it was Dungy and not one of her superiors and not a network spokesman or spokeswoman to whom such statements are often attributed, who condemned Barr and declared the end of Roseanne. 
Dungy, age 49, became an instant celebrity. Her name trending on Twitter as people rushed to express gratitude for her stand and holding her up as an example of why diversity in Hollywood's highest ranks is important. Stars like Viola Davis, who headlines the ABC drama How to Get Away with Murder, and Tony Goldwyn, who appeared on the ABC series Scandal, offered their applause. Krista Vernoff, a producer of Grey's Anatomy, my favorite show, by the way, Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> uh, the long-running ABC medical drama, said in a Twitter post, thank you, all caps, thank you, Channing Dungeon, for being my one little slice of hope for our country today. Dungy grew up in Sacramento, California. Her sister is actress Marin Dungy, known for her TV work on The King of Queens and Alias, and graduated from the University of California, L.A., where she studied film and TV. She got her start in Hollywood in early 1990s, developing movie ideas at 20th Century Fox, and then becoming a story editor for Steven Seagal's company, which was based at Warner Brothers. Dungy, Dungy soon became a Warner production executive, working on films like Twister, Space Jam, and The Bridges of Madison County. Wow. I could go on and on. The article's kind of lengthy. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check it out on SeattleTimes.com. It says that she encountered her share of difficulties, some involving diversity since taking over as president of ABC Entertainment, a job that gives her oversight of primetime and late-night programming, marketing, and scheduling. She was criticized, along with Sherwood, for putting the rebooted Roseanne on the schedule in the first place, especially after the uproar over an episode's joke about the minority-led comedies Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat. And a blow to ABC rhymes decap to Netflix in August after the streaming service gave her a lucrative multi-year deal. Wow. All right. Interesting insight there. Okay. We got 18 minutes to go. There was another story I was reading. Let me see if I can find it here that caught my attention. Have y'all heard this story? Okay. All right, here we go. This is on Essence.com. Now you say hi. Say hi, Screaming Eagle Soldiers and the Canine Partners and all the Coffee Talk with Shell listeners. Prescott's saying hi now. (laughs) Prescott, we only got like 15 minutes to go. (laughs) All right. Oh, my goodness me. He's getting worked up. I asked you to say hi earlier. No. No more socks. He wants to dig for more socks. Oh, he wants the sock I took away. No. Mm -mm. No. Uh Uh-uh. No, don't act like a brat. You know, Jabari likes to call you a brat. Don't, don't, don't be the brat Jabari likes to call you. Be a good doggy. No, my son, be good. Be good. No, that's enough. Well, I'll be right back. I'm going to play a song, and then I'm going to talk about this story before the show ends. Um... It's on a mini website. The first one that came up when I looked up the story is Essence.com, but I saw it like viral trending on Facebook the other day. About uh, it says jury leaves mini stunned after awards four dollars to the family of a man killed by a sheriff. Wow! And this article is by Nikki McGloster. Let me play a song by Hmm. How about Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem? Check out her music at mistymayhem.com. You can find Misty Mayhem on Facebook. Prescott, hold on. i got to help my dog for a moment. I'll be right back. Um, 
here's reason to live by Misty Mayhem. And when I come back after the song, I'll tell you more about that story. It's crazy. Oh, oh, now you want to calm down. Okay, maybe I'll go ahead and read the story and then play the song. Okay, we'll see how Prescott does. Okay, so <laughs> kind of winging it here. All right, Pianki, are you there? Let's see if he's there. See if, I see his name is Chairman, but I don't know if he just left or <laughs> he's still actually there. All right. All right. Feel free to call him Pianki and say hi to Australians if you want. Okay. And a huge thanks before I forget to Emmy stopping in earlier. I love Emmy so much. I love her like a sister. She knows. Um, adored her mother. May she rest in peace. First Lieutenant Diane. Greatly missed. So on many of the other soldier friends that we've lost over these recent years and months even. And again, congrats to Master Sergeant Burby, as well as thoughts and well wishes for recovery of Sergeant First Class Jack. And a huge thanks also to David Jason Chawler, my Facebook friend, for calling in earlier and sharing his thoughts. Yankee, thank you for hanging out with me in the chat room tonight. And um, I thank you, Prescott, for, as always, being a part of the show, <laughs> hanging out with me in the office tonight. All right, here we go. Um, so on a serious note, this I really want to hear your thoughts on this. So this is food for thought. I'm going to share the story. And if you don't have time to call in tonight, maybe next week you can call in and share your thoughts on this. So I'm going to leave a story for you all to think about for a week or so. Uh, look it up on essence.com or just Google it. Uh, Gregory Von Hill was the gentleman, Jr. was the gentleman's name. Here we go. Uh, so again, on essence.com, it says, Jury leaves many stunned after it awards $4 family of man killed by sheriff's deputy. Article again by Nikki McCloster. I'm going to try to paraphrase it. It says, basically, in the eyes of a federal jury, wrongful death of Gregory Von Hill Jr. is only worth $4. Uh, back in 2014, 30-year-old Hill was fatally shot at his home in Florida by St. Lucie County Deputy Christopher Newman, who was responding to a noise complaint. The New York Times reports the lawsuit was filed two years later by Hill's mother, Viola Bryant, who sought hundreds of thousands of dollars in damages. The jury was asked to decide whether Hill's constitutional rights were violated and if his three children should be awarded for their loss. But the jury did not believe Hill's family suffered at all. On May 24th, the verdict granted only $1 for funeral expenses and $1 for each of his kids. Wow. The jurors found Hill mostly at fault because he was intoxicated at the time of his death and believed Deputy Newman did not use Excessive force, even though Newman shot through Hill's garage door four times, striking him in the head and abdomen. Understandably, the decision left his loved ones utterly confused. It's heartbreaking, his fiancée, Monique Davis, said. There are a lot of questions I want to ask. Says that despite the unbelievable outcome, uh, Davis, who planned to marry Hill less than two months after he died, says she plans to continue to pursue justice. I'm going to keep fighting until I get some justice. That's the only way I'm going to get peace. Um, that's the end of that article, but there was another article I read the other day where she I'll kind of paraphrased it, where she basically had said in another interview um, that the, she'd said, in, oh, thank you, Pianki. He just wrote me a, a note, said, enjoy listening tonight. See you next week. Thank you so much, Pianki. I look forward to hearing from you again next week and thank you for for listening uh but anyway um side note on that again the fiance she had mentioned in another interview i read the other day how when they when she first heard the verdict in the in the courtroom she she just she couldn't even bear to hear the rest of it like as soon as she just heard the first part you know four dollars only to 
going to be granted that she she just had to walk out of the room. I couldn't even imagine. And then she said she had to calm down and try to figure out how to tell the three. I think she's raising three children. Two two she had with him, and a third child she didn't have with him, but that was his. So she's raising three children altogether of his, and trying to figure out how to come to terms to tell them. And eventually she did tell them the update, you know, about the four dollar verdict and and all, and saying that the children are having a hard time understanding it themselves. I. I Whew, I, I just don't understand. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And, there, and the other article went in more detail. It said that um, it said that he was on disability. He was on like medical disability from I think Coca Cola job at the time. He was in his garage. But it also said, I guess what's throwing me off is it, it said that they're saying that they found an empty gun in his pocket. And what's throwing me off is. Like I know from that Waffle House shooting, when the when the guy, the hero guy, you know, messed with the gunman and got the gun away and threw it across the counter, he burned his hand. He mentioned how hot his, you know, the gun was. So why would this guy put? If he just used the gun himself and it was empty, how would he put it in his pocket? If it, wouldn't the gun be too hot to put in his back pocket? Prescott, it's okay. Hold on. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Just, ooh, Prescott, I need to. Call. Okay, uh, it's time to play a song. <laughs> okay, I'll be right there. Hold on. Give me just a moment, y'all. Here now on that is reason to live in to Mayhem, but it's a story for for y'all to look up and and think about if you don't mind. I would love to hear your opinions, your thoughts on it. Uh, again, so uh, again, if uh, on Essence.com, and it, again, it was about. Um, the four dollars awarded to the family of a man killed by a sheriff's deputy. Again, the gentleman's name was uh, Gregory Von Hill Jr. If you want to look up the story, but yeah, I just really don't understand. I don't know. Oh, it just sounds so weird to me. All right, I'll be right back. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup.
I am so excited. I think we have someone. I am so excited we have someone calling in to participate in open mic night. He is grabbing his guitar as I speak. Thank you, Johnny Ryder Munt. He is about to call in. First time ever for instrument on air. Yay! He is one of my fellow Michael Bronte and Spearhead fans, but he is going to play an original song for us, so I am so stoked right now. I love it when people call in and share their talent. I have had so many do poetry, comedy, music, you know, sing, use their voices, but never an instrument. I have been begging for someone to call in and play an instrument. So I am very excited. I think he might also sing. We'll see. Uh, Got a little under five minutes to go. So he's going to probably end up wrapping up our show tonight. This has been a really great interactive show. Thank y'all so much. Look what happens when you're gone for two weeks. I was so worried everyone would just forget me, forget the show. And it turns out we got more interaction going on. So we got to keep this up. (laughs) Thank y'all so much. Thanks again to Dave and Jason Schaller earlier for calling and sharing his thoughts. Thanks to Emmy and Pianki for hanging out with me in the chat room. And uh, thanks ahead of time to Johnny Ryder, who we're waiting on to call in to participate in open mic night and sing an original song. I can't wait. So we're just hanging tight, waiting for him to call in. Just give him a moment or two. He's grabbing his guitar. Um, yeah, I, we call each other, well, I call my fellow Michael Franti and Spearhead fans Spirit. And um, yeah, so I'm going to say this is my fellow Spirit, fellow fan friend about to call in. I can't wait. Can't wait. Awesome. I, I don't know if it's because school's out or summer, people in good mood, whatever it is, but I'm really excited about more interaction on the talk show now. This is great. This is why I do this show because I want to interact with y'all. So thank y'all so much. Uh, all right, Johnny Ryder, we're just holding tight, hanging on, waiting for you. Grabbing your guitar and all. Hopefully it won't go off there. I'm hoping that it'll let us go a few minutes over uh, on my time here. All right. All right. Let me give him the phone number again, make sure in case he's having trouble. All right. All right. Come on, Johnny Ryder Munt. You can do it. <laughs> All right. I just gave him the send a message him the phone number again. All right. Looks like he is from New York. I have never been to New York. Oops. I think. Oh, no. Oh, I hate it when I do that. I hit. I hit. Uh, I have my. Oh, I hate when I do that. I have like a work app on my computer and it's supposed to be off, but sometimes when I hit a phone number, it accidentally dials through the work app and it's not supposed to. I'm like, oh no. So somehow I just accidentally clicked over my own switchboard phone number and dialed my own switchboard phone number through my work app. How embarrassing is that? Oh, he's tuning his guitar. Okay. All right. I am trying my best to hold tight for his call. I really want the song on air. I really want first time ever to have an instrument played live on air on coffee talk with shell so i am extremely excited and holding tight and praying that the time lets us go a few minutes over for his song i think and hope it will it usually does but he might have to call in pretty soon so i'm going to keep talking (laughs) until he calls in all right all right awesome awesome so again huge thanks to all the coffee talk with shell listeners um, all the guests I've had in the past, co-hosts as well. Oh, and that reminds me while we wait for him to tune his guitar. Um, if you 
if you or anyone you know, you want to nominate yourself or someone you know to be a guest on Coffee Talk with Shell, you know, be interviewed, or you want to submit topic suggestions, uh, best way to do that is message me on Twitter at the C-O-F-F-E-E-T-A-L-K-W-C, Coffee Talk W-C on Twitter, or if you just want to say hello. But yeah, uh, submit your topic suggestions and or guest interview requests. Reach out to me initially through Twitter on Twitter at Coffee Talk W-C. Come on, Johnny Ryder Munt. I'm hoping this timer lets me hold over for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I understand you got to tune the guitar and all, but hopefully my Okay, we're going to try to go a few minutes over for him to call in and play his song. Hoping timer doesn't go out on my switchboard. Trying to spend time for you. All right, so call in if you can. All right, I really want him to call in and play his song. I'm really excited to hear his song. All right, so again... I uh, hope you'll tune in going over a few minutes here uh, for this open mic night song. So, again, if you want to call, uh, tune in Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Central Time, and follow me on Twitter at Coffee Talk WC. Submit your topic suggestions and or guest requests. And that's the only thing I don't know if I can take switchboard phone calls or not after the on-air part times out. So I get those eight seconds. But I'm trying to hold over. He's tuning his guitar. Oh my goodness me! Oh, here we go. It's in the nick of time. Hello, Johnny Ryder Munt. You're on air, and so is your Hello. guitar. <laughs> I'm so excited. Just tuning up, getting ready to go, put on the spot here. But uh, fellow spirit, Michael Franti lovers, spearhead lovers, I'm all about peace, love, and happiness. This is a nice, happy, feel-good song. Hell's a night. Ready? Oh, awesome. Yes, go for it. So excited. Thank you. Can you hear it all right, though? Yes. Come on, baby, shake up 
Love and peace.